What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Jack's Car. Second week running now. These are regular now. They're not going to be flaky like every every 10 months, every two years. <laughs> I'm back on the grind, a lot more free time. And yeah, I'm enjoying myself, making sure I'm bringing out a YouTube video each week. That's going to be on mainly Sundays. I just uploaded it Monday due to bank holiday. Um, and yeah podcast as well every Wednesday as well as like my normal other social media stuff so make sure you're keeping tuned each week. So today's episode is based on habits, how to form new habits, what's what are habits, what do habits exactly do um, and I kind of my journey on kind of habits and being aware of my own personal habits started when I started reading a book called Atomic Habits. I've actually finished this book kind of like when did I finish this book? March time, I'd say I'd finish. Early April. What are we in now? June. Yeah, I'd say early April I finished Atomic Habits. Um, anyway, that, <laughs> that don't really matter. But um, the book Atomic Habits is by someone called James Clear. Um, and he basically gives you the tools to build new habits, make new habits easy and kind of... It's basically the blueprint to progressing yourself and kind of change your life around I think for me it completely changed my life around I became a lot more productive a lot more organized like my environment was a lot cleaner and I just had a cleaner mind and my career progressed and I managed to change from going out every every chance I got and getting drunk um, to kind of being more disciplined, getting on with my career, finishing my dissertation, building up my online platform and building up my online career as well. I wanted to start this episode by reading you a section from the Atomic Habits book. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but I just want to read a section that's actually posted on James Clear's Instagram. Um, so feel free to go look at that. It's just at James Clear. But without further ado, I'm just going to give you a little bit of an insight what the book is like. Your habits are not only the actions that influence your identity, but by virtue of their frequency, they are usually the most important ones. Each experience in our life modifies your self-image, but it's unlikely you would consider yourself a soccer player because you kicked a ball once, or an artist because you scribbled a picture. As you repeat these actions, however, the evidence accumulates and your self-image begins to change. The effects of one-off experiences tend to fade away, while the effect of habits gets reinforced with time, which means your habits contribute most of the evidence that shapes your identity. In this way, the process of building habits is actually the process of becoming yourself. Now, what a section that is in the book. Um, that is only chapter two. <laughs> I can't remember how many chapters there are, but there's so much just knowledge in this book. It is just crazy. So I definitely recommend purchasing atomic habits and giving it a read for yourself or like I said sticking the audio book on um, because I can vouch that it completely changed my life around but that being said <laughs> my first tip for forming a new habit is making it obvious slash easy to do so this is something James Clear talks about in the book and it's it's making a new habit as easy as you can for yourself. So say for example, I wanted to 
read regularly and get through this book because I would read sections of it at, in January kind of time and think, oh yeah, that's amazing. Then I wouldn't touch the book again for six days, <laughs> but I was trying to master the new habit of reading each day. So something he talks about in, in the book is actually putting a book on your bed before you want to read. So when I woke up in the morning, what I did was I put the book on my pillow head, on my pillow head, on my, <laughs> on my pillowcase. So when I got into bed, I'd see that book and think, ah, okay, I've got to read before I go to bed. Um, and then when I when I read, I'd say a chapter, I'd then put it by the side of my bed. And then when I woke up again, I put it back on my pillowcase. And an another thing like that is getting rid of an old habit. So something I used to do was just go on my phone until I kind of got tired, which everyone kind of does now. It's the way apps are designed. Like TikTok is just constant scrolling. It's addictive. Um, but I wanted to get rid of that habit and read a book. So what I did was make going on my phone as hard as I could. So as hard as I could, like just, I, I just wouldn't do it. So I just wouldn't go on my phone if it was on my desk at night. So what I did was I promised myself that my phone charger cannot be in the charging port by my bed anymore. It has to remain at my desk. The only time it can go there is during the day, but as soon as it's finished charging, it has to go back on my desk. So when I get ready for bed, I've got my my book on my pillowcase. And I've got my phone charger over here. So as soon as I get into bed, well, before I get into bed, <laughs> it'd be pretty hard to do this otherwise. Before I get into bed, I plug my phone in charge, do not disturb, and my phone doesn't get touched until I'd say half an hour into my day, 45 minutes into my day. Um, obviously, circumstances do change each day. <laughs> I'm not a saint that says I don't touch my phone for an hour every single morning um, because that's just not the case. So that was just something I did because I wanted the habit of reading each night. So how I did that is I made it obvious and easy to do for myself is it was on my pillowcase. As soon as I got into bed, I saw it was there. And throughout the day as well, if I was in my bedroom, I saw my book on my pillowcase. So subconsciously, I knew when I got into bed that I'm going to be reading. <laughs> I'm not going to be going on my phone because my phone charges on my desk. So I just I just started building up the habit of plugging my phone in, my phone charger in the desk, plugging my phone in before I got into bed and just reading a chapter closing my eyes, sleeping beautifully, waking up <laughs> and putting my book back there. Um, but another example of making a habit a bit easier is, is if you're someone that struggles getting to the gym regularly, make sure you have the gym closest to your home and the gym that's kind of like the nicest and the best for you. Whereas if you, for example, if you had a gym that was five minutes away from your home you're more likely to go there than you were to a gym that's 20 minutes from your home because it's just it's going to take more effort to drive 20 minutes let's be honest so it's all about trying to make any new habit you are acquiring easier or making it obvious so something else you could do as well is if you wanted to clean each day like clean your desk each day so one habit i've started to get into recently um after starting to after reading atomic habits is i wanted to clean a lot more so i had a nice environment to work in so so because i wanted to pick up the habit of cleaning and having a cleaner environment i placed my packet of wipes on um the bedside table that's 
by my wardrobe. It's nowhere near my bed. It's the other end of the room. <laughs> I say the other end of the room, but you could literally lie across my room and my head and feet would touch each wall. <laughs> um, but I made it obvious. So the wipes were always inside. They were easy to just pick up, wipe the desk, put them away rather than them being under the sink, me never seeing them and just kind of like cleaning when I needed to. Um which, yeah, it didn't really work for me. And I found that did work for me. Um, so my number one tip, not number one, one tip for forming a new habit is make it as obvious as you can. Make it be in your eyesight all the time um, and make it easy, as easy as you can for you to complete that habit as well. The next tip I would give you from the book for building a new habit is think about how you would feel after you completed that habit. Now, this is something I I see massively is, for example, someone who doesn't want to go to the gym, feeling unmotivated to go to the gym, or busy schedule, feeling a bit stressed, but going to the gym is just going to make them feel more tired and add to it, and they don't want to go to the gym in the morning because it's more effort, et cetera, et cetera. You get my point. But... Any time that someone then goes to the gym, more often than not, not any time, because people do have bad workouts, including myself. <laughs> um, but more often than not, once you get in, get your ass to the gym and you finish the workout, the serotonin and the dopamine overloads is just amazing. So you just feel good about yourself. You feel glad that you did it. Your head's clearer. Your body feels good. You're not going to beat yourself up after as well because you didn't go. You went, so you feel motivated. You've got some momentum going. Um, so, yeah, that is another tip, is to think about how you would feel after you completed a new habit. So the kind of reverse about thinking about how you feel after, how you would feel after kind of going to the gym is, if I don't go to the gym, for example, this is me, if I don't go to the gym, I feel worse I've, I've my head isn't clear I know I haven't gone to the gym I feel like I've I've not been active and I just feel I, I just feel rubbish generally about myself whereas if I feel unmotivated and I drag my ass to the gym after that I feel like like yeah <laughs> like I went to the gym I feel good and I don't then have that pressure of beating myself up after um no not after, beat myself up if I didn't go to the gym. So something you could implement into your life is kind of thinking about how you would feel if you don't complete something. Like another example, if you don't complete a bit of coursework or an assignment, the pressure of completing the assignment is a lot less than the pressure if you were to not complete the assignment, if that made any sense. <laughs> For example... When I was doing my uni dissertation, I knew I needed to do it. And some days, most days I was good and I, I did what I needed to do. But there were some days where I didn't because I felt unmotivated and I just didn't make myself. But then the next day I'm feeling a bit more sluggish. I'm like, oh, I've got to catch up. Why didn't I do it then? Like now I need to do more. And so something I started to implement is thinking about how I would feel afterwards if I didn't do it. Um, or I did do it. Um, so yeah, that is another tip I would definitely recommend you implement into your um, your mental dialogue with yourself is thinking about how you would feel after if you did or didn't complete a new habit. 
So my last tip for today is rewarding yourself in a good way. This again is from the book and James Clear kind of talks about that. If we want to form a new habit, we need to reward ourselves. We Human reward systems are carved into our DNA basically. So for example, if you go to the gym, reward yourself. But people would I even had clients that do this they used to be like oh after our gym sessions I go get a Mackey's I'm like no no (laughs) because why why we've wasted an hour together in this gym so you reward yourself in a good way so for example what you could do is once you go to the gym you you go to bed a bit earlier tonight or you you have a longer bath or a shower or you those kind of reward systems rather than bad reward systems. Reward systems that go hand in hand, you're allowed to do. <laughs> Not go to the gym and then drive around to the next business lot and go to McDonald's. That, that's not a good reward system. So we we as humans love rewards. So by if you wanted to have a new habit is make sure you do reward yourself as well. That's why it's key to make sure you do have balance in your life. So for example, saying if you stick to your diet and you stick to say, for example, a meal plan through Monday to Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you can have some fun. You can have that kind of 20 to 40% of fun. Um, Depends what kind of like ratio you use. I normally say 60 to 40 because it's a bit more steady. You can have 60% of the time you're on it, you're eating well, you're feeling good. 40% of the time you're having a bit more fun, you're enjoying yourself a bit more. That can be your weekend type kind of like reward system. Um, So yeah, the third tip I would give people is to reward yourself in a good way. Find some rewards that would go hand in hand with the habit you're trying to make. Like for example, another one could be that say for a bad one would be if I read if before bed if I read a chapter of a book and then went on my phone I've completely defeated the object of not wanting to go on my phone and reading instead I've done the reading which is amazing but then I've gone on my phone so I've just reversed what I've exactly done what I'm exactly trying to achieve um so yeah that is my third tip So that is this episode done, everyone. I really appreciate you if you have made it to the end. Um, And if you haven't made it to the end, I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate you trying to listen to my boring voice. Um, I hope it made some sense and someone does get something out of this because my goal is to just continue to bring value as much as I can. So if I can get one person to see appreciation and kind of use the tips from this episode then that means something to me um i don't care if 100 people used it if one person used it as long as i kind of bring value to someone um but as always let me know what you do want to hear next so if you've got an idea for an episode you want me to do um or you want me to touch base on one certain topic just ping me a message on instagram and yeah, let me know. I'd be happy to listen. But other than that, make sure you have a great rest of the week and I'll see you next Wednesday.